Word of the Lord. And uh, as I may mention, we're going to be talking about today uh, help in understanding the new birth. And we will are we're, we're going to be looking at, and uh, this is the second message in that series. Uh, but in your Bibles, we're going to be in the third chapter, third chapter of the book of John, St. John as some call it, and uh, we're going to be covering verses 1 through 21, uh, not all of those verses today, but uh, we are looking at the encounter that Jesus had with Nicodemus, uh, and the importance of this encounter because I believe that the third chapter of the book of St. John is one of the most important passages in the entire Bible. Mm -hmm. Amen. It contains one of the most important verses mm -hmm. in the entire Bible. Mm -hmm. Amen. And uh, that verse, as many of you have memorized and know, is for God so loved the world yes. that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So the encounter that Jesus had with Nicodemus and the teaching that Jesus gave on the new birth uh, is crucial, is crucial, absolutely crucial uh, for uh, us to understand and to believe. Uh, the theme of this passage in the third uh, chapter of John, uh, the theme of this passage is the gospel, the good news, that Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Yes. And nowhere else would you find a stronger statement about the new birth and salvation by faith in the Son of God. Uh, you know... You can be a man or a woman, boy or girl. You can be ignorant about many things when it comes to religion and yet be saved. Uh, just like there are a lot of you that drove automobiles here today and you know nothing about, amen, the, uh, the means whereby to fix them. But you know how to drive them. Amen. Now, you know that you've got to put gas in them and, and, and you know, but in terms of... Uh, you know, uh, how to fix something when it goes wrong. Uh, you, you, you can be ignorant about that and, and, and uh, you know, take it to the mechanic. Well, you may be ignorant about many things in religion and yet be saved. Mm -hmm. But to be ignorant in the matters that are discussed in this third chapter uh, of the text uh, is dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yes. Because... Your and my eternal destiny yes. is at stake if we don't understand what it really means to be born again. Yes. And Jesus said that broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. There are a lot of people that, uh, you know, I, I said it last week, you know, we, we, we live in a day and time in which uh, just about everybody say they say it. Everybody say they know the man. Uh, but my Bible tells me something differently. And, and, and not trying to be judgmental, but the Bible does say that you will know a tree by its fruit. 
And when I look at the fruit or lack of fruit in many of our churches, in many of our uh, so-called believers, uh, I believe we got we got some problems. And I believe that, amen, uh, we need, the Bible said, out of all of your getting, get an understanding. And uh, I believe that we need some uh, uh, real help in understanding exactly what the new birth is. You all with me today? Amen. And uh, so uh, when we look at the scripture in John 3, uh, verses uh, 3 through 4, uh, we've already talked about how Nicodemus uh, came to Jesus uh, and, and who Nicodemus was. Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews. Uh, Nicodemus was not just a teacher, but he was the teacher in Israel. You, you, you all understand uh, there's a difference between being a preacher and the preacher. Amen. Uh, he was the teacher in Israel. Uh, Nicodemus was, uh, when it says, a ruler of the Jews. Uh, uh, what it meant there was he was a member, amen, of the ruling council of the Sanhedrin, amen, which was a, a, a uh, lawmaking body in Israel. And uh, he was a prominent member of the Sanhedrin. But he came to Jesus by night. Mm -hmm. Embarrassed to be seen during the day. Mm -hmm. But there were questions in his mind. And when he came to Jesus, he said to him, uh, We know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do the miracles that thou can do except God be with him. Jesus cut through the chase. Nicodemus didn't really know who he was talking to. And uh, Jesus cut through the chase, and then we pick it up in verse 3. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered most assuredly. Now, that that most assuredly, I talked about that, but I want to emphasize this again. The old King James Version says, verily, verily. Mm -hmm. It is a a double affirmation. Uh, when, 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 When God wants you to know something is important. Uh, God does not repeat himself because he's senile. But, amen, uh, or give emphasis, amen. Uh, it's almost like putting an, exma- an exclamation point there. Verily, verily, there's a double there, or, or most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I have said to you, you must be born again. The wind 
blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell from whence it comes and where it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to talk about help in understanding the new birth. And what Jesus does is uh, Jesus begins to give Nicodemus an introduction to the gospel. Amen. The gospel is the good news. And uh, so he gives Nicodemus an introduction uh, to the new birth. Amen. Christ doesn't waste any time getting to the meat of the matter. Amen. And uh, when we begin to uh, talk about, when Christ began to talk about the new birth, uh, one of the things about the new birth, the new birth, uh, as Jesus presents it, is a distinctive birth. And, amen, it is a divine birth, it's a dynamic birth, and it's a disputed birth. Amen. It is a distinctive birth. Amen. Uh, it, 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 it's in a class all by itself when we begin to talk about the new birth. And uh, we, 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 we made mention of this, and, and so this is a little bit of a uh, re- uh, 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 review But uh, we made mention of this, uh, uh, that there are uh, recorded in the Bible five different types of births. Amen. And when we say that the uh, being born again or the new birth is a distinctive verse, amen, to distinguish the new birth from the other births, uh, we noted that there are five types of birth known to mankind. Amen, including the new birth. Amen. The first type of birth, we talked about this last week. Amen. The first type of birth, we call it the soil birth. Amen. It was when God originally made Adam. Uh, in Genesis 2-7, it says, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And, 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 and there's never going to be another soil birth. Amen. It was a one-time event. And uh, the thing that we talked about is that, uh, and, and, and it's a characteristic of any type of birth, is that there's always going to be controversy, amen, and resistance uh, when you try to birth something. Yeah. Anybody listening to me here? Yeah. Amen. Always going to be controversy, resistance, Amen. When you try to birth something. And not only, amen, was it in God's creation, uh, uh, but, amen, even in our lives, uh, we're going to find the same principles are true. Hallelujah. Uh, The the, uh, controversy to uh, the the, the soil birth, amen, uh, it was opposed. And, uh, you know, uh, we got we got science that tries to oppose it. Yeah. Uh, they they want to say that uh, we are, uh, amen. That 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 uh, you know we came uh, from uh, uh, one cell animals and uh, uh, and progressed through uh, 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 cousins to the monkey and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't want to give God credit. 
Amen. But the scriptures say, what a man, or who is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou dost consider him. Thou made him a little lower than the angels. Amen. So the controversy about the soil birth has to do in the opposition, amen, to uh, this birth comes from the evolutionists. Amen. They violently and vehemently oppose it. Amen. Now, there's always a joy that's associated with a birth. We talked about that. And the joy that's associated with the soil birth is that when God made man, amen, God looked on all he had created and said, it is good and very good. New birth is a distinctive birth. And so uh, in order to uh, 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 separate the new birth and, 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 and appreciate the new birth, we need to uh, show the distinctiveness of the new birth from the other four births that are recorded. Uh, the, the, the second birth that we have in the Bible, amen, we call it a surgical birth. Amen. That's when God made woman. God made man from the dust of the earth. He fashioned him from uh, the soil, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Amen. When God got ready to make a woman, he engineered a woman. We call that the surgical birth. The Lord God took one of Adam's ribs and made a woman. That's found in Genesis uh, 2, 21, 22. Amen. And uh, there's, there, 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 there's something that is distinctly different between men and women. Yes. Amen. And it has to do, amen, with uh, 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 how they, their, their creation and how they were conceived. Yes. And I'm not going to get into the dynamics right now, but, amen, any, any, any thinking individual understands and realizes that there's a distinction between men and women. There's a difference between men and women. Amen. We came from the soil. Amen. God engineered her to be a help to the man. Amen. And and, and when I say God engineered her to be a help to the man, uh, I'm not trying to throw shade on uh, any of the women that are here because that word uh, that God uses when he said, uh, I'm going to make a help me in the old King James or a helper suitable to him. That's the same word that God uses about himself. Y'all hear me? Amen. That's the same word that he uses about himself. So when God engineered the woman to be a help to the man, he was not making her inferior. Amen. There's a poem that talks about, say, he didn't take a bone out of his foot so he could stand on her. Amen. And dominate her, but he took up a rib out of his side, amen, so that they could be, amen, uh, 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 partners together in that which he called them to do in carrying out their destiny and purpose on the earth. Amen. The second one is a surgical birth. We talked about that. Amen. The uh, third type of birth uh, is one that most of us are. Well, let, 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 let me uh, let, let me go back to the uh, the uh, surgical birth of the woman. And we talked about there's always opposition, and uh, opposition come again from science that says uh, that the rib could not produce a human being. Uh, and, uh, you know, they don't know exactly how God did it. Amen. God can operate and don't need a knife. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
not leave a scar. Hallelujah. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and so uh, the joy that was associated with this birth is the joy that Eve brought to Adam. Hallelujah. Do you know what, amen, it's good to operate. It's good to have a relationship and operate uh, uh, in the will of God. Yes. Amen. So many, uh, so many talk about marriage and they talk about uh, their spouses, you know, uh, in, in, in derogatory terms. Uh, some of them talk about, you know, that, that ball and chain, ca calling their wife that ball and chain. And, amen. They're, 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 but uh, uh, I believe that when we do it uh, uh, God's way, Amen. When we do it God's way, uh, we're going to be, uh, we're, we're, we're going to complement one another. Yes. Amen. We're going to be a help to one another. Yes. Amen. Strength to one another. Yes. And, uh, you know, and I talked about this last week and I said it after Adam had been naming all those animals when he saw and, and, and not seeing anybody he could identify with and have fellowship with. When uh, God woke him up after he had, amen, fashioned Eve and presented her to him, Adam, amen, declared, she's bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, yes. and she shall be called woman, yes. amen, and she brought joy, joy to Adam. That was the rejoicing there. Uh, third type of birth we talked about was the uh, birth that we're more familiar with, we're, we're, we're familiar with, we call it the sack birth, amen, uh, uh, where the baby is carried. Uh, in the in, in, in a, a, a watery sack uh, uh, in the, the womb of a woman. Yeah. And uh, uh, we refer to that as uh, natural birth. That's, that's the one we're more familiar with. Uh, this is an ongoing, uh, the, 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 the saw birth happened one time. The surgical birth happened one time. Yeah. Amen. But in the normal course of things, uh, a, a, the, the sack birth is something that uh, we see a, a, on a regular basis in the earth. Uh -huh. Amen. And uh, in uh, John 16 and 21, uh, it, it talks about that. Uh, a woman, when she is in travail, when she's in labor, has sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembered no more the anguish. For joy that a man is born into the world. That's the birth that uh, we're familiar with. The opposition. That, remember I said with every birth. Uh -huh. There's always going to be opposition. I don't care if you're trying to birth a business. I don't care if you're trying to birth a ministry. Uh -huh. Amen. Uh, uh, with every new birth. There's always going to be opposition. Yeah. So you just may as well roll up your sleeves and get ready for it. Amen. The opposition to the birth, amen, comes from the frailty of the woman's body. Amen. Uh, you know, it's a miracle. It's, it, it, you, you, you watch a woman go through the stages of a pregnancy and see uh, the demands and, 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 and the strain that's placed on uh, the physical body of a woman. And uh, I, I, I don't know, I've got my own opinion about it, but I just believe, brothers, we, we wouldn't be able to take it. Wouldn't be able to take it. Hallelujah. My God. But the joy of this birth 
amen, comes from the child and the joy that it brings to the parents. Amen. amen. That's the uh, sac birth, the physical, amen, uh, uh, natural, what we would call natural birth. Yes. Now, uh, the fourth type of birth, and this is a birth that only happened one time. We talked about this last week was the, uh, uh, the Savior's birth or the virgin birth. Amen. And, 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 and it only happened one time in the history of the world. Yes. And it's never going to happen again. God did a new thing. Yes. God did a new thing. Behold, a virgin shall be with child. She'll bring forth a son. And uh, you'll call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted God with us. Amen. And so the birth of Jesus, the Savior's birth. Amen. Uh, uh, involving uh, uh, the incarnation of Christ, our Savior. Uh, and, and again, the opposition to this birth. Amen. Uh, number one, it comes from the apostates who don't believe in the virgin birth. It also comes from uh, Herod, who was the king that tried to kill the Christ child. But the joy of that birth, amen, was broadcast by the angels to the shepherds when they said, Joy to the world. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. We bring you good tidings of great joy for unto you is born, amen, in Bethlehem a Savior, yes. Christ the Lord. Yes. Find that in Luke 2, amen, verses 10 and 11. Amen. So all of those four births that I've talked about are distinctive from what is the new birth. Uh -huh. Amen. That Jesus was talking to uh, uh, Nicodemus there in the third chapter. Amen. And, 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 and the new birth or being born again. It is a, a, it is a spiritual birth. Say that with me. It's a spiritual birth. Spiritual birth. Notice what he said there. You must yeah. be born again. Yeah. This is the birth that Christ spoke to Nicodemus about. This is the birth that's brought about by the Spirit of God. It is the birth that will change a man, woman, a boy, or girl's destiny. It is the birth you have to have so you don't go to hell. It's a spiritual birth. It's not a physical birth. Hallelujah. This, this is something that... Uh, it's so critical, we can't afford to miss this. Now, now, uh, when we talk about uh, the new birth, or being born again, it is the work of God. It is God that, 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 that accomplishes that in the life of an individual. It's not something we can do for ourselves. You can't be good enough. It don't matter how smart you think you are or how dumb you uh, think you are. You leave God out of it and you will not have the new birth. Amen. Being a divine birth, it invalidates the idea that a man can save himself by good works. I want you to remember, who is Jesus talking to? Who's he talking to? He's talking to the, one of the top religious leaders in Jerusalem. That's who he's talking to. 
He's talking to the teacher in Israel. And yet, what he begins to tell him is shocking to Nicodemus. And, 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 and Nicodemus is having a problem uh, understanding uh, the new birth. And, and, and so, in order to help him understand, uh, when Jesus said, you uh, must be born again, Jesus likens the new birth uh, he likens it to the wind. Work of the Spirit of God in bringing about the new birth is, 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 is especially compared by Christ to the wind. The wind bloweth where it listeth or where it wills. You hear the sound thereof but cannot tell from whence it comes. And whither it goeth and so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Uh, we hear... In the Midwest, if you've been paying attention to the weather lately, I don't know about you, but I've got a respect for wind oh, yeah. <laughs> that I didn't have a few weeks ago. Right, right. And the power of the wind. Yes. Some of y'all saw, some of y'all see some of those videos of uh, uh, tractor trailers being blown over by the wind. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the video, but somebody told me there was a uh, a, a, I don't know if it was a passenger train, probably a freight train. There was a freight train that was on the tracks, and it got knocked over by the wind. What an apt comparison that Jesus uses about the new birth. He said, it's like the wind. Hallelujah. And, 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 and this comparison of the wind that the Holy Spirit gives us, amen, uh, uh, we talked about there are at least seven aspects uh, to the work of the Holy Spirit in bringing about the new birth. And these seven aspects, amen, uh, it, it, it relates to wind. Uh, and, and, and we talked about them. We talked about the fact that the wind is independent. Amen. The, the, the wind is independent. It says it blows uh, where it wills. Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, I, you know, as much wind as we had blowing through here, Lord. much wind as we had blowing through here and, and, and causing damage, uh, one thing that I notice, in my neighborhood, I got a... Uh, some, some blocks in front of my house that uh, line the front of my yard. And uh, I've got people sometimes that walk in my neighborhood and they throw trash. Well, somebody set a cup on that block. And uh, I guess I'm telling on myself, uh, I've watched that cup sitting there uh, probably for the last couple of weeks. Now, now I feel bad, probably I should have went and moved it, <laughs> threw it in the trash, but uh, uh, I, 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 you know, when I drive and I pull up in my driveway, I see that cup sitting there, and I was like, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> probably still be there until I, till I move it. But, but the interesting thing to me is that as much wind has blown through here, and, and, and I've seen tree limbs down and, 
and uh, shingles uprooted and 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 uh, di- uh, whole roofs blown out. As much wind has blown through here, that styrofoam cup is still sitting there and has not moved. Now, now, what do I get out of that? What I get out of that is that tells me, uh, and, and you ever wonder sometimes where you can be sitting in a service and the word of God can be going forth and it's powerful and it's moving and it's transformative and you can have somebody sitting right next to you and they ain't getting nothing out of the service. Uh, preacher didn't say nothing. You know, same old, same old. And, and, and haven't moved. Amen. And, 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 and that lets me know, uh, or it, it reinforces to me, the wind blows where it wills. Yes. And some of us, we, we, you, you know what, some of us, when we try uh, to help God out and, and try to do the work of God, we get all discouraged when, when, when we don't see effects by everybody. But many times, it don't mean the wind ain't blowing. It just means it ain't blowing where you at. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on. It means that, amen, don't mean God's not moving, but, amen, maybe you're not in a position, amen, to where God can move you. Now that I gave that example, I'm going to have to go home and move that cup. <laughs> but the wind uh, is independent. Amen. Not only is it independent, the wind is invincible. Uh, The wind blows where it will. It talks about the power of the wind, the power of God. And do you not know that uh, uh, when when I think about the, the, the power of the wind and the power of God, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Amen. Question is, is Jesus yet saving? Yes, he is. Yes. Amen. Yes, he is. To the utmost, Jesus yes. saves. Yes. Amen. It is invincible. I talked about this. It's inexpensive as well. Amen. Wind is free. It's free. Unless they hook it up to a generator and try to charge you for the electricity. Amen. Uh, they can't charge you for the wind. Amen. And just like the wind is free, salvation is free. It's the gift of God. You can't buy salvation. Amen. Uh, 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 You ain't got to get in a line for salvation. It's a free gift. Amen. It's inexpensive. It's inexhaustible, number four. We talked about that. Never runs out. Amen. The storehouse of God is never depleted. Amen. When the wind blows. Likewise, God has enough salvation to save everybody that want to be saved. Sometimes we limit God. Sometimes we think folk are too uh, 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 far, have gone too far, done too much for God to save. But amen, to the utmost, Jesus saves. Amen. There are folk we walking around and and, and, and thinking that God can't save them. Amen. Uh, uh, We need to wake up and realize, amen, that uh, uh, it is inexhaustible. Hallelujah. Never runs out. Never runs out. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
Amen. God will never turn anybody down because he does not run out of salvation. God's supplies are not limited. It is our lack of faith in Christ which limits salvation, not God's lack of salvation supplies. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. What if we would believe that? And, and, and put God to the test. Amen. Uh, what if we would start praying for the worst person that we could think of? And ask God to save them. Amen. What if we start interceding for the worst person in our family? And ask God to turn their life around. Inexhaustible. Amen. Indispensable. Amen. Uh, number five, indispensable. It takes the wind to live. If we don't have the wind, amen, where, where the wind doesn't blow, especially in great cities, uh, where uh, they don't have uh, the wind uh, to refresh the atmosphere, uh, the smog in a big city will build up and kill them. Yes. Anybody know how after a storm and the wind blows, how it has a refreshing uh, uh, effect? It, that, that, you know, I, I, I like the modern conveniences. I like air conditioning. But you know what I like when it, it, it is temperate enough where you can open your windows to your house and let fresh air in. It's indispensable. Hallelujah. And when it comes to our spiritual life, if, 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 if our uh, uh, new birth isn't... Uh, 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 via the spirit, if it, you know, if it's just us trying to do good and and and, and do good works and and please people and, and 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 follow the rules of an organization, uh, that ain't gonna last. That's not gonna last. But if we have been born of the spirit. When you've been born of the Spirit, uh, uh, and, and you know for yourself that you've been saved, the uh, uh, storms can come. Folk can act funny. Amen. Stuff happens. Amen. But there is a resiliency in the child of God who has been born of the Spirit of God. Yes. Yes. Bible says his seed remains in it. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh, what did I say? Uh, it's indispensable. It's ingenious. Bible says you hear the sound there, but you can't tell from whence it comes. You know, uh, when it comes to the wind, uh, we know many things about the wind. Uh, it's function. We know how the wind blows. We know why it blows. We know where it blows. We know all of that. Uh, but but uh, in, in, in terms of, or let me say it like this. We, we know that there's wind. But you can't see it. Now, you can see stuff stirred up in it. When it moves different things, you can see the things that are moved, but you can't see the wind. And it, and it is an apt example that Jesus uses about the Spirit in that uh, uh, the Spirit of God can be moving and you can't see it until you see the things that is Blowing on. Move. But just because you can't see it don't mean that it's not real. Amen. It's not a figment of somebody's imagination. Amen. He's real. 
Hallelujah. Amen. He's real. And he is at work in the world today. Jesus said, marvel not, you must be born again. You hear the sound, but you cannot tell from whence it it comes or goes. Though you may not see the wind, you know a lot about the wind. You can hear it. You can feel it. Amen. People deny. They want to say that, uh, 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 you know, just a figment of somebody's imagination. Amen. They want to deny the new birth, but amen. They want to argue. Amen. But, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I, I had somebody, I, I, I was talking about uh, a particular relative that uh, has gotten hold to some uh, false teaching. And uh, on social media, they, 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 they post stuff uh, about a lot of mystery religions and, 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 and so-called, uh, and, uh, you know, they keep saying, well, what about this? What, you know, I'm trying to get you into uh, uh, an argument. And I was having a conversation with my son. I told him, I said, you know what, I'm concerned about this individual because I can see that they're being influenced by, 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 by someone uh, and, and they're getting off into some areas and they want to argue about the viability of mystery religions and false religions when it comes to uh, the Christian religion, faith in God. And uh, I, I, I mentioned to my son, I said, you know what, uh, I'm not going to get in an argument with him about it. Um, you see, if, 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 if the wind is blown on you, you know there's wind. And, and because I've had a relationship with God, I know for myself that God is real. And, and, and since I know for myself that God is real, uh, I, I liken it to this. Uh, uh, treasury agents, and, uh, when, when, when they're studying to be able to catch counterfeiters, they never are trained with counterfeit money. They never train with counterfeit money. The thing that the treasury agents do is they study the genuine article of a, of a U.S. Uh, currency note. And they study it to the point to where they know everything, amen, or almost everything there is to know about the genuine. And when you have majored in the genuine article... Amen. You'll be able to look at a counterfeit and it'll, and, 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 uh, hallelujah. I ain't got time to study the counterfeits. Amen. I want to put all my time in studying what's real. And I know that God is real. And I know that Jesus is my Savior. He likened it to the wind. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to argue with folk about the wind. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with folk about the spirit of God. He's real. Yes. Amen. Yes, God is real, for I can feel him yes. in my soul. Yes, Lord. Uh, we talked about the fact that it is a disputed birth. Uh, Jesus said, except a man be born of water 
and the spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Uh, let, let, let's talk about the need uh, for the new birth. Uh, it definitely is needed. Uh, it, it, it's definitely needed when, uh, well, let me get back to that, 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 that issue of uh, water and the spirit. And I said it's a disputed birth. A lot of times when people read that, what Jesus said, except a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter. And uh, what a lot of people misinterpret, uh, they believe that the water refers to baptism, water baptism. And uh, I'm here to say uh, that in, in, in my studying and, 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 and looking into that, it, it, it could not mean water baptism. And the reason that I say that, that it could not mean water baptism, is because uh, that would tie works to salvation. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, baptism, water baptism has its place. But, but, but uh, being baptized in water is, is, is not essential for salvation. There are many instances in the Bible uh, where people were saved and, 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 and were never baptized. In fact, if you look in the Old Testament, you'll, you'll, you'll find instances where people were dipped in water but uh, uh, water baptism uh, uh, was not instituted until John the Baptist. You don't find water baptism at all in the Old Testament. And then uh, it's interesting uh, that uh, in the work of Jesus, you'll never, uh, uh, Jesus didn't baptize. The, his disciples baptized, but Jesus himself never, never, never baptized. And uh, so. Uh, when, when people read that scripture, except you be born of water and the spirit. Uh, when you go into the original language there of the Greek, uh, what was translated water and the spirit, uh, uh, there's another translation for that, 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 that verb, amen, uh, water of the spirit. Not and the spirit, but water of the spirit. And, and, and what it communicates, and it's the same picture, is that uh, except a man be born again of the water of the spirit. In other words, it is the spirit of God uh, that, 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 that cleanses us uh, in the process of the new birth. It's the spirit of God. Amen. So uh, when it comes to being born again, it's not what we can do for ourselves. It is what God Amen. Accomplishes in us by his spirit. Yes. Amen. It's a disputed uh, birth uh, because of the misinterpretation of uh, what the water means. And uh, uh, if baptism were necessary for salvation, then we have to ignore every passage of God's word that teaches that salvation is by grace and not of works. Mm -hmm. Amen. You all, you, all, you all understand what I'm saying there? Amen. Amen. I also look at uh, over in uh, uh, Corinthians, Paul, amen, when he wrote to the Corinthians, he said, I thank God I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius. That's 1 Corinthians 1.14. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, so uh, it's a disputed uh, birth when it comes to uh, uh, 
what the water means in the text, and we tried to uh, explain that. And, and if you stop and think about it, uh, the, the the typology uh, when we talk about the Holy Spirit is is plainly spoken of as water, uh, referred to as water. You'll find that in John three and thirty seven and thirty eight, washing of the Spirit. Now, 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 let's get to uh, the need for the new birth. The need for the new birth. The importance of the new birth is especially seen. Uh, and, and, and I don't really have to spend a lot of time here. If anybody got their eyes open, you all know this world is jacked up. And there are people who really need God in their lives. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Uh, they, they, they need him. And uh, we got some folk in our family that need God in their lives. And, uh, and, and, and they need to have a real experience with God. Yes. Amen. So the need for the new birth is seen. Uh, 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 it's a universal need and it's an urgent need. The need is universal. What I mean by that, everybody, everybody. needs them. Yes. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. Yes. This emphasizes the universal need to be born again. Yes. Amen. That tells us that all nations of people need the new birth. All classes of people need the new birth. Amen. All cultures of people need the new birth. Not only is it universal, amen, it's to all nations of people. That word that's translated in John 3 and 3 uh, is in the Greek. It's not atropos, which is a general uh, 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 name for man. But uh, uh, in, in, in that context, it means anyone. There is no nation under the earth that does not need redemption and the new birth. All the world needs the gospel. That's why Jesus said, uh, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, so it's a universal need, amen, it's to all people. And then I said the need is urgent. It's important to be born, uh, it is important to be born again. There is no more important need in all of our life when you stop and think about it. The urgency of being saved and being born again. Uh, eternity is in the balance. That's why he said, uh, verily, verily, I say to you. Uh, that's why he repeats it in this third chapter. He repeats it three times. Three times Christ told Nicodemus that one must be born again. John 3, 3, John 3, 5, John 3, 7. We read the same words. You must be born again. It is imperative. Except a man be born again. Amen. It makes it plain that uh, uh, the imperativeness of being born again uh, shows up uh, in the message. And, 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 and not only do you say, number one, uh, you can't see it. 
unless you're, you're born again, and you'll not be able to enter in. It is absolutely necessary to be born again. Hallelujah. Now, what Nicodemus, uh, what he showed is his ignorance. When Jesus began to uh, 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 communicate to him spiritual truth. Uh, again, here he is, the top teacher in Israel. Member of the Sanhedrin. Uh, a Pharisee. One of the, 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 the strictest religious parties. Yet when Jesus begins to talk with him, uh, he shows his ignorance. And uh, he showed his ignorance by the comments that he made. Amen. And uh, uh, the ignorance of the gospel abounds. Amen. I'm almost done. But the ignorance of the gospel abounds. We live in a day and time in which more information is available than ever before. And yet the ignorance of people about the gospel, amen, uh, it, it just surprises me how folk get taken by charlatans. So ignorance abounds, and the example of Nicodemus illustrates, is an illustration of the great spiritual ignorance that plagues mankind. What did he say? And why am I saying that uh, it was ignorant? Well, John 3, 4, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? And how can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? Almost in a way, it seemed like he's saying, uh, You can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> John 3, 9, Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Well, in Nicodemus' first comment, uh, uh, first question, how can a man be born when he is old? Uh, what Nicodemus was doing was he was uh, giving a carnal response to a spiritual message. He was giving a carnal response to a spiritual message. And you know what? We do that all the time. Uh, it showed that Nicodemus missed what Christ was saying. Yeah. Uh, he missed the spiritual content of Christ's message entirely. And he put a carnal meaning on our Lord's words. Uh, carnalizing Christ's message. Y'all you, you, understand what I mean? I'm not saying carnalizing, but I'm saying carnalizing. To be carnal. You know how the Bible says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Yes. Well, well, there's a tendency, and if Nicodemus did it, being who he was, we've got to guard against it because there is a, there's a tendency of natural man to carnalize the message of God. We see examples of it uh, uh, in the ministry of me, of Jesus uh, when Jesus was talking to the uh, woman by the well, he said, I'll give you living water. She thought he was talking about the water in Jacob's well. 
She was thinking, oh, if he can give me water that'll never run out, that means I don't have to go here in the, in, in the heat of the day and have to draw water out of the well. She carnalized the message. She thought he was uh, talking about real water when he was talking about uh, spiritual water. She carnalized it. Um, uh, you know, when the disciples came back and... Uh, got the food and Jesus said uh, uh, you know I'm not hungry uh, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and, 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 and they began to ask one another who gave him something to eat they didn't get it y'all hear what I'm saying and, and, and there's a reason I'm going here is because we got to guard against that uh, I believe for many of us God speaks to us and we put our own slant and bent on it and carnalize it. And then, we, and then we wonder why the word of God is not as productive as it should be in our lives. Amen. Uh, it's, it's important not to get excited or, or, you know, or don't just get excited because you hear from God. When you hear from God, ask God to give you the wisdom to understand what you hear. Very subtle but very important. Uh, there was a time when, uh, I, I, I'll give you just one more example. Uh, Jesus said to his disciples at one point, uh, beware of the leveling, beware of the leveling of the, of the scribes and Pharisees. Any of y'all remember reading that in the Bible? Yeah. He said, beware of the leveling. You, you all know what leveling is, don't you? It's yeast. But leveling or yeast is symbolic of, of sin. And so when Jesus says to his disciples, beware of the leveling of the scribes and Pharisees, do you know what they heard or what they thought? They thought that Christ was rebuking them for not bringing enough bread along. Are you all listening to me? Understand, it's not enough just to hear what he says. We've got to ask God to give us an understanding of what he means. And, 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 and many times, uh, uh, God, uh, he's not going to treat you like you're a little baby. If you've been around the church, you've been around and, 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 and uh, have grown up in the faith, uh, he's not going to always talk baby talk to you. Yeah. Amen. It comes a time when God uh, expects you to be able to chew meat and swallow it. So we got to guard against the mistake Nicodemus made in carnalizing uh, the truth that Jesus was sharing to him. Amen. When he says, well, how can a man uh, uh, a second time go into his mother's womb and be born? Showed his ignorance. He carnalized the message of Christ. And uh, then uh, there was the outright resentment. Amen. He showed contempt for the message. How can these things be? How can these things be? And I want you to notice, almost done, I want you to notice the response of Jesus. Notice the response of Jesus. Look at that verse that I got up there. Jesus answered and said to him, are you a teacher of Israel and do not know these things? 
No. Are you the teacher in Israel? And you do not know these things? Do, do you know? I, I believe that for each one of us, God knows us. Y'all hear what I said? He knows us. And, uh, you know, we can go by on titles and positions if we want to. Uh, but when it comes to spiritual truth, uh, Jesus is not playing. And, 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 and what Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, in the position that you're in, you should be ready for what I'm saying. Amen. If you had looked at the Old Testament that you supposedly are the teacher of, it would have given you a preview of what I'm talking about. Mean to tell me that you are the teacher of Israel and you do not know these things? Uh, hear me, hear me, hear me. A lot of us think we're going to be able to slide by and, uh, uh, you know, that, you know, we can, uh, some of us, we're approaching our spiritual life like we approach uh, our academic life. Some of you all, uh, when it came to school, you did just enough to get by. And you beg the teachers and, and, uh, uh, and, and what have you uh, to let you slip. And in, in some instances, uh, you know, uh, and I'm not making an indictment on all teachers, but in some instances, some teachers just passed you to get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to see your face sitting in the class another year. And, 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 and they promoted you when, when, when you really didn't meet the qualifications for promotion. And, and, and some of us have had parents that let us slide by. And some of us have worked jobs where they let us slide by. But when you listen to the response of Jesus, he's serious. Amen. Don't make offhanded comments, Nicodemus. You're a teacher in Israel and you don't know this? We need help in understanding the new birth. Jesus, in just that, that, that short sentence, gave a condemnation of his ignorance. And, 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 and for a lot of us, we think that we're going to get by because we're going to say, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. But have you heard the saying, ignorance is no excuse. Ignorance is no excuse. We're going to go a little bit further with uh, John 3, but I want to close out uh, to emphasize that point. I want to close out in uh, Luke 16, 28. I remember there was a young girl that used to go to Bethel. She's a grown woman now. Uh, and uh, I remember one time they were talking to her. And, uh, you know, she wasn't saved. And, and, and uh, they were saying, well, what are you going to say to God when you have to appear in judgment and, and uh, what have you? She said, well, I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain it to him. I remember, I remember those words. Luke 16, 28. Uh, in Luke 16, 28, Jesus tells the story of a man who... Uh, 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 history tells us his name was Davids. Uh, he was a rich man. And
and the uh, Bible says he, he, he uh, wore purple, uh, ate good every day, uh, uh, had wealth and position and, and so forth and so on. There was a poor man in his gate by the name of Lazarus. Lazarus, uh, the dogs, he sicked the dogs on him. The dogs had more mercy on Lazarus than uh, Davies did. Uh, make the long story short, Lazarus died and the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. The rich man died and was buried. And in uh, hell, Jesus said, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, asking for a few drops of water to cool his tongue. After he finds out, uh, one of the things he lets us know is that uh, prayers don't get answered in hell. After he finds out that he's not going to get any water, uh, then he begins to think about it. He says, I got five brothers back on the earth that are worse than I am. Notice verse 28. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. And Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. I'm talking about the condemnation of ignorance. And I repeat what I said earlier. Ignorance is no excuse. And so while, uh, while we have the opportunity, while we have the chance, amen, uh, take advantage of the help and understanding the new birth. Uh, examine yourselves. Uh, 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 contemplate and, 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 and examine and make sure uh, that your calling and election is sure. Uh, that it wasn't just an emotional experience you had at church one Sunday. It wasn't just a good feeling. Do you know what? I know I'm saved when I have a good feeling and I know I'm saved when I don't have a good feeling. In fact, I know, I, I know and, and, and my salvation works for me, amen, even more when I'm feeling bad than when I'm feeling good. Condemnation of ignorance. There's no need uh, to be ignorant of the truth. And when we come back, amen, next week, we're going to talk about the cause of ignorance. Uh, we're going to talk about the curse of ignorance. We're going to talk about the cure uh, for ignorance. And uh, uh, Jesus is going to, uh, thank God Jesus didn't leave Nicodemus ignorant. He didn't leave him ignorant. And, uh, uh, and so there are some more truths that, that, that Jesus gets into in that third chapter of St. John uh, where uh, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he communicates to Nicodemus in such a way that Nicodemus has changed. And I believe as we delve further uh, into this third chapter, uh, uh, we get help in understanding the new birth. And uh, to those of you that are saved uh, already, you know you're saved, I I'm hoping that this study helps strengthen you in your faith. To those of you that maybe are on the fence, and, and, and you're not really sure which way you're going to commit yet, 
decision to come fully on the Lord's side. And, 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 and do you know what? Uh, I, I, I never would caution anybody to uh, uh, not be saved. Uh, but I, I tell you something. The stupidest thing that I can think of is for somebody to be straddled the fence to where they got one foot in the world and one foot in the church. And, and, and hear the message of the gospel, know the truths of the kingdom, and never fully commit. Yeah. That, 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 that just don't make sense. Yeah. Because if you got one foot in the church and one foot in the world, and you know the reality and the truth of what you're facing, uh -huh. who wants to do that? <laughs> Y'all get my point? Let's stand on our feet. I hope you got something from the Word today.